Hey, Joe Crump here. I'm going to show you six property investment strategies that work with no money down. And I'm going to show you three of them uh, for flipping properties and three of them for holding properties. These first three strategies are going to be how to flip properties with no money down. Uh, so the first one is the for rent method. The for rent method is flipping a lease option. So essentially, I'll go out there and I'll find somebody who's selling their property and I'll say, would you consider selling your property rent to buy? Uh, and they'll say, sure. Uh, so I will then take their property at the price that they're asking. Let's say they're asking uh, $200,000 for that property. Uh, and then I'll turn around and raise that property price. Let's say I raise it to 220. Uh, and they want uh, $1,500 a month of income, which is market rent for the property. So I'm going to go out there, raise it to 220. I'm going to ask for $20,000 as a down payment. That's going to be my profit. I'm also going to get their first month's rent of the $1,500, which I'm going to pass on to the seller. So I'm going to take control of that property with a lease option memo. It makes me a principal in the transaction, which makes it legal for me to sell that property. Uh, it's not legal for me to sell that property unless I'm a licensed agent, unless I have a principal position. So this gets me a principal position in that property and allows me to turn around and sell it. And of course, that lease option memo is assignable uh, in the document that allows me to assign my right to buy to a new buyer. Uh, they come in with $20,000, they give me the 20, I give them uh, the property and I give the uh, landlord the $1,500 plus I give them uh, the new buyer who may exercise that option uh, over the next three years. So that's one quick, easy way to do it. Uh, the second way is doing it on a land contract. I could buy that property from a seller on a land contract and I could flip that property the same way that I flip a lease option. So if you're a seller, you've got a property to sell, I can buy it from you on a land contract. A land contract allows me to make payments to you over time uh, and sell that property uh, then to someone else. Now I can either flip that property directly and not ever take that property. Let's say it's not in very good condition, so I can't do a lease option on it. Uh, you have to have a property that's in habitable condition before you can do a lease option. So it's not habitable and I want to sell that property. I can either sell it to an investor or I can sell it to an end user who's willing to fix it up. I can sell it as a fixer-upper on land contract and they're going to make payments on that land contract and they're going to make a down payment. So let's say they're buying it for $200,000, I raise the price to $220,000, uh, maybe it's worth a little bit more than that because it's in bad condition. Uh, they give me $20,000 uh, as a down payment uh, and they start making payments to that seller uh, and I've flipped the property, I've made my $20,000, I'm in and out of the deal. The third way to do it, and I've, I do this less often, but it's very common in the, this industry and I think that a lot of people uh, teach this method and that's wholesaling. I call it assignable cash deals and essentially what you're doing is putting a purchase, to, purchase agreement together on a particular property for a specific price, usually dramatically below market value. The only way you're going to sell this for cash is if it's dramatically below market value. So maybe 50% of market value, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, depending on the price range of the property. The higher the price range, uh, you can get a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, as a value of the property uh, towards, its, uh, uh, towards its ultimate uh, after repair value. Um, but you have to get it dramatically below market value. So let's say I got a $100,000 property after repair value, maybe needs $10,000 worth of work, and I'm able to get it for $50,000. That means I'm going to raise the price to $55,000. I'm going to get a new investor to give me $5,000. Someone who's got ten dollars they can also put into the property. They're going to have fifty five dollars in it plus another ten. dollars They're going to have $65,000 into it. Uh, if they turn around and sell that property for $100,000, 
Uh, they're not going to make 35. They're probably going to make uh, 20 or 25 after they pay for the realtor fees and the holding fees and other expenses. But it's still a decent profit for them to make that make that work. So wholesaling deal made it really easy for me because all I did was go out there and get the property under contract, went out and found an investor or an end user who wants to buy that property for cash, uh, and then they uh, I assign my right to buy to them, and then they go to a title company and they close that deal for cash and they give me uh, my $5,000. So that's three simple ways to buy properties and flip them on a lease option. So now let's talk about uh, three other ways that you can buy properties and keep them for the long term. The first one is subject to. Uh, you take over a property, all the, the seller does who's got an existing mortgage on a property, let's say they've got a $200,000 property, they owe $200,000 on it, uh, and they deed the property over to you. Let's say the, the mortgage on that is $1,500 a month and the, uh, the uh, rent on it is $1,600 a month. So you've got $100 a month positive cash flow. Not great, but not terrible either. I could take over that property. I can then sell it on a lease option, maybe get $20,000 for the lease option fee. Uh, I can put that money in reserve in case I have to uh, kick that tenant out because they can't pay. And then I can uh, uh, have that money in reserve to make the payments and do any repairs that need to be done uh, in the future. And I can sell it again on another lease option later in the future. But I can hold these properties for the long term and pay them off over time. And it's a really beautiful way to do it. I've got a bunch of properties that I bought subject to. And over, over the years, they built a lot of equity. And they may have not had a lot of cash flow, but they built a lot of equity. So what I've been doing lately, uh, because I've had them for such a long time, is I've been selling off some of them. And when they cash out, I use that money to pay off others. You can also buy properties that are subject to inside a Roth IRA because they don't require much money to, to, to buy. So if all I got is 3,500 bucks into my IRA because that's as much as I was able to fund it with, uh, I can take you know, $1,000 of that and I can buy a property subject to. You don't need 1,000, you can do it for zero, but let's say I take $1,000 of it, I buy one subject to and I turn around and sell that and that thing can start building equity over time. And after five years, 10 years, 15 years, uh, that property will have a bunch of equity in it. And all that equity, if it's in a Roth IRA, uh, is completely tax-free to you when you retire at 59 and a half. Uh, and you can pull that money out without paying any taxes on it at all. That is a beautiful thing because it means your retirement account uh, just boosted up by 30% because a regular IRA, you have to pay taxes on it when you pull out. But a Roth IRA, you don't. I've done some other videos on IRAs. You can check those out if you like, or you can just go to, uh, to Google and type in Roth IRAs and, and um, uh, self-directed uh, real estate investing Roth IRAs, uh, and you'll get more information about that technique. It's a really great way to hold property for the long term. And subject twos are one way that you can do it because uh, subject twos are non-recourse loans. And if you're going to be in a Roth IRA, subject twos are a great way to hold uh, because you can't go out and get a regular loan on a property and hold it inside a Roth. You have to get properties, you have to get loans that are non-recourse loans. You can go out and get non-recourse loans, uh, but they're also uh, higher percentage rates. So you want to be able to get better interest rates and you can do that by buying from homeowners. So that's one way that you can buy and hold a property. Another one is with a land contract uh, or a contract for deed. It's a land contract if you're in a mortgage state, it's a contract for deed if you're in a trust deed state. And I love this technique better than any of the others uh, because it allows me to buy properties and pay them off very quickly with very little money. 
if you bought a subject to property with a 30-year mortgage on it, uh, they probably still have 27 years on them when you buy them. And it's going to take you all that time to pay them off. If I buy a land contract, uh, I can pay it off uh, with principal only payments instead of interest. So I can negotiate with the seller, assuming that they don't have a mortgage on the property. I can negotiate with them. So if I bought a $50,000 property in a little rural area or in, a, in an urban community uh, where I can get cheaper properties, I can pay those properties off in three to five to seven years and they're completely free and clear after that time. And I didn't have any money into them at all. In fact, I made money when I purchased them because I'll buy these properties uh, and uh, then I'll go out and charge a lease option fee for somebody to come and buy those properties from me and I'll sell them for more than I paid for them uh, and then I'll make payments on those properties. So it's a really beautiful thing and I go into detail on how we do that uh, in some of my other videos and uh, certainly in my mentor uh, training. So it's worth finding out how that works so that you can build your equity so much faster and have so much less um, negative cash flow. And then my sixth method, the, the, the third way of buying properties uh, with no money, uh, is ultimately using your money, but using money that you made with the other techniques <laughs> that I just gave you. So eventually what's going to happen as you start flipping properties like this, as you start keeping properties, you're going to have a lot of cash that you need to invest. And you're going to take that cash and you're going to invest it into properties. And you can buy properties that are dramatically under market value. So when one comes around uh, that you would normally just wholesale and flip and make your money back as a wholesale, you don't have to wholesale it anymore. You keep that property. And maybe you put a few bucks into it to clean it up. You put a tenant in there, you sell it to them on a land uh, a lease option, uh, and uh, you'll make so much more money in the long run uh, doing it that way. And that was money that you earned, but you earned it by flipping properties with no money. So technically, still no money down. Anyway, um, semantics. Anyway, uh, if you like this channel, hit subscribe. Uh, sign up for my free newsletter at joecrumpblog.com. Uh, get my automation that helps you do these types of deals and find these types of sellers because uh, they're not hard to find. They're a dime a dozen. Uh, if you know how to talk to them, go to pushbuttonautomarketer.com for that. And of course, I've got my mentor program, zerodowninvesting.com. Uh, we'll give you all the details about that. It's expensive. It's like going to college for a semester, but it's a six-month program and you get to work directly with me. All right. I hope that helps.